part two of alignment in a new season. And this is the day of trumpets, the feast of trumpets that the Lord set down to observe and acknowledge. It's the fifth feast of the seven. And we're in the fall season. And these fall feasts are unfulfilled. And they all point to Jesus. All of them do. But especially these unfulfilled ones that we're moving into. And they're very prophetic in the sense that The trumpet is the call for him when he returns. We'll we'll hear the trumpet blow. So we prophetically send the trumpet call to heaven that, Lord, we hear you. You know, we are acknowledging you. And we're asking for the heavens to work with us and for us. And... So the other feasts are the spring feasts. And there's three in each. Um, The spring feasts were all fulfilled. They are the former reign. When the Bible talks about the former and latter day reign. So the former things of old. Because they were all fulfilled in the Old Testament and then the latter day is the fall feast and we're in the latter day reign period that we don't know the time when he'll come back but when when God decides when Jesus will come back that trumpet will be blown and we want to be ready and prepared to be able to hear it So, this is a time of focus, clarity, repentance, alignment in God's ways. And it was very interesting. I watched a Feast of Trumpets um, service with Kurt Landry Ministries, House of David. It's very good, encouraging, and it gave at the end of it the battle hymn of the Republic song, and it was written by a soldier in the Revolutionary War time, and it's very, very good to listen to at this time, because... um, It has prophetic meaning for us even now. We're fighting a different kind of war. It's not as much physical, and I hope it doesn't go physical, but we're fighting more of a spiritual, mental thing right now, and 
So he said a lot of things in the service that just, I just feel like it's better that you go to that ministry page and and listen to it because I couldn't do it justice <laughs> in the fact that what what you will hear off of it from the spirit because I came forth encouraged in the whole thing and if the Lord tarries In Psalms, he referenced it. Psalms 84 9. If the Lord decides to tarry for his name's sake and to f- defer his anger for his glory, he will restrain it. And if he does, then, then the glory will go forth from him and will proceed if he doesn't then we'll see something else but <laughs> he might come back he might allow Jesus to come back because it could happen at any time during these fall feasts um, so we're kind of in a interesting time a serious time, perilous times, because the gates of heaven are open right now, and God's listening, and God's waiting to see if you're willing to look at things and repent, and they could be things very minute that you wouldn't even know that they were there particularly unless you really sat back and thought about it and I had some things this morning and I was asking the Lord if I was hearing things right if I was thinking right um, and bringing things up to him and one of the things was very personal about a family member and how that whole situation presents and Things were said, and when I thought everything was okay, and then, boom, you know, it kind of stung. It stung, and hadn't realized that I'd pushed it away, and didn't want to think on it any. You know, but it really stung and hurt. So I had to, I had to repent of that. I had to forgive. I had to say, okay, Lord, I can hold on to this and bury it and not look at it because <laughs> it's not nice and it doesn't feel good. But it's a wound that'll never, never heal if I don't allow the Lord in. So I I forgave, and I gave it to him, and I said, I don't want this wound anymore. I don't want to feel stung every time 
I hear or see this person because, you know, it's just, it's not good. It's not good for me. And hopefully he'll take care of that with, with that person. And I have to leave it there. So that happened this morning and that was good because that's part of this season where you just, you really search your heart and Another thing came up this morning in my spirit. I was really grieved and I had tears and everything. And it was very slight in the sense of what I was hearing. And it was from somebody that I really, you know, have heard a lot and learned from a lot. And um, just a spitfire of a person for God. And yet I was hearing something just a tad twinge off in my ear and I had to bring it to the Lord because you know what I sit here in my life at this particular time as a widow's mite okay I I can't give very much in the sense of financial funds not to where some want you to and I know that all ministries have to have funding and yet this person has also been at that stage where she's doing for God and and giving forth and taking on her father's legacy and she misses her father terribly she knows what he had was supposed to be given forth, so she goes for it. And she's very bold and very very good at it in teaching and taking his um, things that he had before he died. And it's really helped many people, and she's giving it forth just freely I mean and I have given a little bit to her ministry here and there and all of a sudden she's now this morning saying she's not going to give it away and cited the scripture that talks about you don't give away your pearls to swines and people that are lazy and won't use it and it kind of just hit my ear like whoa well what about the people that can't give what about the poor and destitute people that have very little I live in Social Security and it's not much left over each month. In fact, most of my money goes the first part of the month. And it's not a nice place to be in. But I know that God is refining me and He's adjusting me and and all that. And I know that it just may be for a time. There might be something, you know... 
at a latter time? I don't know. He's going to work that out. So I do what I can. I give what I can. And when I do get things in, I go accordingly. And sometimes I even give it all to somebody who is in need because I know I'm being taken care of. So it's an attitude. And we come from those things with wounds. That's what creates attitudes. <laughs> we have wounds, you know, that that have been there that haven't been taken care of. And she might be coming from that. She's just tired and worn out and doesn't want to deal with not, you know, getting a fair amount of funds in. So she's even set up her ministry now to where you you can be a partner with her and at a certain level give a hundred bucks or fifty bucks a month and if you can't even do that then you're at the lower part of the level and you won't get as much <laughs> so I'm I'm like wow you know so this she's dividing up her ministry to where um, she's not going to give forth uh, stuff as readily as she did before and that comes from actually I think the person told me it was a, a spirit of poverty of, of lack and she doesn't want to lack anymore so there becomes demands set upon and divisions and boundaries and it's not really what God set up to the ministry as but our, that's how our ministry is set up in this land and not many go around um, without having anything not many do that so I realize that that could be part of man's doing, you know, rather than God's. So it, it, when it hit my ear this morning, it just kind of grieved me in a way because I don't know that that God that God has wanted it to go that way. She's not trusting in God as she has been. And I have another pastor that I've listened to for a year and a half. Who totally does it opposite and granted he's online and he's global uh, but he's in Israel and he has a tour company and the border's been shut down for a year and a half and there's been no tours so he's had to totally rely on the Lord and he knows he has to rely on the Lord and the Lord's making his way. Yes, it's a global. It's global, so. Um, but he never puts any pressure on anybody to give. Never. Because he knows who's taking care of him. So there's two different camps here. Two different attitudes of thinking. 
and that's what I saw this morning and so this time is a time of getting straight with the Lord and aligning with what he knows it's his knowledge it's not our knowledge you know even though we're in the age of knowledge and it's increasing and you know we have all these tech things and everything it's it's still we need his knowledge because we can't see it all and we don't know everything we don't even know about our own self sometimes so encourage you to listen to Kurt Landry's Feast of Trumpets service and get encouraged because he he puts it all out there the alignment and what we need to be focusing on and seeing and uh, it could be very helpful during this time for you since we're seeing so many things that we can't trust and um, I experienced that this morning where somebody sent me an article and it was very positive thinking wow very important news factor and so you know I looked it up and I couldn't find it on Google it wouldn't even come up and then I went to DuckDuckGo and found it there but it was a news station that was legit but they didn't have many reviews so they couldn't tell you whether it was uh, good or bad in that sense and so I couldn't find anything else on it and my son tells me Snoops is a left wing kind of aspect and of course they said it was false and so then I checked further alternative news didn't even have it on and it's one of those type of headlines that should have been I mean just blaring this morning but it wasn't so I thought okay well maybe it's not a legit in that sense you know so I left it be and so we're we don't know sometimes what's truth and what isn't because all kinds of things are being put out there and what the Lord knows he's all about truth and that's the source we need to tie in with especially in these times so that we don't have peril in our own life and even going out if you go out ask the Lord if you're supposed to travel there you know there might be something ahead that you you aren't aware of and um It's just a a different lifestyle. It's a lifestyle with the Lord and His kingdom. 
because that's what we're moving into. And he's finding a purified bride. Okay, he's coming back and looking for a purified bride. Ones that are willing to look at themselves and and get rid of a lot of things. Because we can be driven by different different things. And uh, some things can be hidden. So we're looking for that day when God will say, Jesus can come. And that's what the trumpet blow is all about, so that we can hear it. And we can be ready and prepared. So I'm going to end this now because it's uh, something you need to take to the Lord. And see what he might tell you to let go of and forgive. Because then you want to move forward. You want to move forward with him. And no matter who is taken out of your life, The goal is to reach with him, no matter what happens, because your race, it's your race. And he wants your race to be well. So I will say God bless and take care until we meet again. Just to give summary, in order to hear the trumpet blow, there has to be repentance that follows through. And then comes the wedding feast, the tabernacle with the Lord. That's the way the feasts are in order. Trumpets, Yom Kippur, and then tabernacles. So we're in that process.